Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. We have a great episode. It's the birthday episode. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. All right. (laughs) So we're going to break this down into three segments. We're going to be talking about the experience of aging as a black woman. We're going to be talking about aging out of the bullshit because some stuff we don't have time for anymore. And we're going to also be talking about... The clock is running out. Well, <laughs> what we're keeping and what we're throwing away. So we're going to play the game Dead or Alive. And we're going to mm-hmm. have different topics. And we're going to say whether we're keeping them or whether we just kill them shits off. So stay tuned. And I have this guest with me. Y'all already know her. So Shakira. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Y'all already know she's back. Yes. Did you miss me? Let's get into it. All right. So aging as a black woman. Let me take a sip. Take a sip, y'all. We we already a little bit tipsy. Mimosas have been overflowing. This morning. This good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first one I want to touch on is like the age-old question of when we're going to have kids, when we're going to get married. I know it's a little different for you because I ain't got no kids, but we both in the same boat where it comes like everybody wants to know when you're going to meet Mr. Right. It's like shit. I, I want to know too. Like, <laughs> what I'm supposed to tell you? I don't know. I can't answer that question myself. Nope. So, but you know what? Let's let's talk about how it is at well you're you're gonna you're coming up behind me. You're gonna be twenty nine in a few months. So how is that experience of being a single mother? Like I know you said before in previous episodes that you didn't envision 
that you would be at this place in your at life. Oh. <laughs> so kind of just explain that a little bit for everybody. Um, is I constantly go back and forth in my mind about like how I saw myself and my reality now. Um, being a single mom, the more I get older and the more I embrace it, um. I just fall in love with my son more every day and appreciate um, him as the greatest blessing. And even though it didn't happen like I would have loved for it to, um, it was still one of the greatest things in my life, one right. of the greatest experiences. Um, and I'm no longer like bitter towards like my son's dad or whatever. I'm just like, thank you for my blessing. Like, right. you know, whatever. But I'm like, now I look forward to that great man that's going to take care of me and my son. Like, because we are a package. So, um, but I'm how, just. How is that? Because I know, like, some stuff we've talked about before is like, God's trying to separate the two to get yeah, what you want sometimes. Yeah. I all, like, right out the gate, I'm just like, if you follow me on social media, you see my son. You see me and my son. It's a package. And I'm just like, if you approach me, just know that this is a package deal. And if I see the signs of you not accepting the package, then you not even in the competition race, whatever, anymore. Like, I'm not talking to you because we have nothing to talk about right. past a certain point because my son is coming with me. It's not, oh, I'm going to just have her and then, you know, I don't really have to deal with her son. Like, yes, you Especially do. Especially at this age. It's just like, at this age, if you don't have a child, it's kind of like a 50-50 chance you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so most people are already have already had that first one or you know have already had some kind of relationship that led to a child mm -hmm. whether it worked out or not so right. you have to be mature about your shit it's like at, at a certain point you have to know some people are going to be coming with some things that you it's can't definitely it definitely is a level of maturity thing like because i get well you have to know yourself to know if you're ready for a single mom or a single dad like right. you have to you have to be complete in yourself first to know okay this is what i want and i'm accept her wholeheartedly i'm accept her her child and everything else that she comes with or whatever he comes with in his children or a child or whatever right. so you have it, it all starts with you and you know you're going out and you're like okay i'm ready to have a husband or a wife you have to know in yourself okay you know, my husband might come with a child or children this or, true. <laughs> you know, and, you know, younger me was like, nah, I ain't going to be with I no mean, single but, parent or whatever. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But now I'm just like, that's the reality. Like knowing yourself and knowing your situation and knowing that the way the world is set up now, it's probably going to be a blended family that you're going to have, you know right. what I'm saying? And being able to accept that. So I'm just like, if someone's willing to come and accept me, I'm willing to accept them as well. Right. So. Well, you know, my situation was different. So yeah. Two different situations. I'll tell y'all. <laughs> so, uh, Saturday, no, it was the Saturday app before last. Shit. <laughs> Saturday before last. So I had all my nieces and nephews with me. Took them to the skate ring for Jordan's birthday mm -hmm. party, and on the way, I was dropping them back home. The young, one of the youngest triplets, he was like, "Aunt Chrissy, when are you gonna have a, a baby in your stomach?" And I was like, "Huh?" Ooh, chat. I said, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "When are you gonna have a baby in your stomach?" And I was like, "Um, 
you want me to have a baby in my stomach? And he was like, yeah, I want you to have a baby. And I was like, well, why? And then my oldest nephew, he was just like, well, we don't want you to be lonely. And I was like, well, I don't, I'm not lonely. I have you guys. And they was like, yeah, but we're not with you all the time. It's like, damn, mm. put a dagger in my heart. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and so I was just like, well, I'm, I was like, if it happens, it happens. But I'm perfectly fine and happy, you know, just being your auntie. Like, you know, that's yeah. something that comes with time. You know, you're trying to explain to right. your kids, you know, that everything isn't always planned the way it is. Yeah. And, and so, it doesn't happen like it. But the fact that they happen. asked me that question, it yeah. shocked me because I'm just like, for them peeing on the outside, they think that I'm alone. Yeah. You know, and granted, I'm, I'm not in a relationship. I'm single. I don't have a child. But <laughs> for me, you know, building my life around my immediate family is my life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, doing things with them, planning stuff with them, right. interacting with them, that's more than enough for me at this moment in, in, in my life. So, thinking about that question, I had my mom, she was with me this past weekend, and I asked her, I was like, Mom, would you, I was like, how would you feel if I never had a child? And she was like, I'd be upset. She, I was like, well, why? And she was just like, I want to see, I want to have a grandchild from you to see what that grandchild would be like. And I was like, well, what if that doesn't happen? Would you be okay with that? And she, you know, got that little look on her face. And she was like, these are the real questions. Hey, T. <laughs> I was like, these are the real questions that you know as women not even as black women but as women you know we get asked right at after a certain age probably around 25 it's like they start to want you to have the rest of your life kind of planned out and figured mm-hmm. out and but it's not like that like right. and i'm just like listen we love y'all family but stop asking these questions like <laughs> i'm like man <laughs> No, so let, let me just be be free for a minute, and I'm just like, and when he come, you your answer your answer will be there. But until then, oh well, I don't know. I don't have an answer right. for you. But it's just this. It's also this idea that as a woman, mm-hmm. I say that word weird, whatever. <laughs> as a woman, um, a lot of people give us our value only as mothers and as wives, mm-hmm. and it's like. I'm doing amazing things in my family. And it's not like they're not valuing that. I'm, my family is actually amazing. Right. But as a society, we only try to value women as much as they contribute to their household. And yeah. To Trying to limit family, us to Yeah. Into those, the family unit. Yeah. It's like, I'm so much more outside of these titles. Yes. That you try to just put me in these boxes, man. You know, Stop trying to put me shit. in a box. Those boxes where it's like, if I do not have a man or a child attached to me then I am not valuable to you in some way it's right. like, but I'm out here and I'm creating generational wealth I'm out here trying to I'll be the first person once I buy my home because I'm speaking it into yes homeowners first person in my family to actually own some property mm-hmm. like that to me is not only looking at the personal family unit but you're doing things for the generations behind you exactly so how is that overlooked because simply i'm not married and i haven't pushed out you know right a child like all the other stuff that i've accomplished don't really mean it right. because i'm not first married person or to graduate college first person in my immediate family to actually have a, a full career in the military mm-hmm. oh shit well now y'all know what i do <laughs> <laughs> but oops oops but um yeah, it's like I've done these great things, and I'm not saying that 
um, I won't go on to be someone's wife or I won't go on to be someone's mother. It's just for me, especially the mother piece of it, the only reason why I would say I want a child is because I feel like if I'm, I got old, I would regret it. Whereas my mother and my sisters, they knew automatically they wanted to be mothers. Yeah. I, that's different for me. I knew automatically I wanted to be separate and independent and I wanted to do certain things with my Listen. life. But because of that kind of duality in how we are as women, mm-hmm. some people don't understand that I have goals that don't center around the family in that way. Exactly. And they judge you for it, yeah. basically. You know, <laughs> a lot I, of times. I get it. I understand. You Trust getting me. on up in age. Ain't it about time for you to start thinking about? Well, you just want me to choose the next dude that walked through the door? That's another thing. I'm not selling for nobody either. So if that means Listen. I have to wait. If you can wait, wait. (laughs) Honey, (laughs) listen to me when I tell you. If you can wait, wait. Please. All right. Okay, so another thing I want to touch on, especially for black women, Mm because you got to work twice as hard to be half as good and all that stuff. This expectation that even if you have, you are are a wife, you are a mother, you have to do it all, right? Mm -hmm. Career, being, you know involved in the family life as women um people don't understand that when you make a choice to get married and start a family that you're taking on a second job like you know what I'm saying? second third fourth it's different for men when y'all come home i'm not saying all men y'all might be more involved but for the woman especially when she gets off of work and she has a full-time career she goes home to a second job mm-hmm. i mean that that's statistics pretty much <laughs> so when you make a decision to you know, partaking that journey with somebody else and to start a family, you have to take all that stuff into account. You have to take into account maternity leave and the fact that you might not get paid for it. You have to take into account your health concerns mm-hmm. because that might be an issue that, you know, hinders you from performing um, at your job the way that you want right. to or going back to work. Especially for black women, we have so many conditions that affect our, you know, birth rates that it's, it's getting to a point where it's scary. Right. So... I think when people, you know, make these comments, they don't think about, hey, I'm waiting or I'm choosing to take things slow because I'm taking into account all these other things that of could be affected not. They by just experience. see what it looks like on the outside. It's just like, oh, you need a husband because you, He's I see I see you alone all the time. Or, oh, you need kids because I see you alone all the time. Or, you need to start a family or whatever. I'm just like... <laughs> But that's just what we were talking about in uh, the blog post, Damsel and the Dominant. Please go read it. It is a great uh, post. And I included all of your comments and all of your uh, insight into that blog post because it was a great conversation. But that's another thing. Um, I think a lot of our older aunties and moms and grandmas, they push us to have a husband because for them, having that family unit was security. And that was the goal. It was the goal, but financially, that was security. Mm-hmm. But it's like, listen, it is different out here. I am my own bag, first off. <laughs> first of all, I probably got a bag more than some of these guys, and that's the issue. So I'm not about to sit here and put myself in a position to find a man just because you think that that's going to you know or think that's what my goal is supposed to be like no it stuff has changed like very much so <laughs> it's totally different now and i'm just like if i gotta be myself and do all this stuff then hey and if i find a husband or well he's supposed to find me if 
he finds me, (laughs) then, you know, we'll go from there. But until then, don't try to put me in a box. Like, let me do me. Let me be free. Let me do life how I want to do life. And stop questioning me about everything. Right. So do you think that our generation, um, we expect to have kids first now, more so than get married? I mean, I don't know if we expect it, but like... It's like, I might have a kid before I find my husband. I'm like, you know. I don't know if it's an expectation, though. It's just like, I, I feel know. like it's expectation because here's why. I've talked to several guys, whether it be a relationship or on the dating scene or whatever. And they're just, they're, they're into this space in their mind where it's like, oh, I'm ready for a kid. I'm ready for a kid. You want to have a kid with me? That's a lifelong commitment. But you don't want you ain't talk about. I mean, you might be talking about marriage, but you really do expect the kid to come first. I mean, because but. like nowadays, it's just like, oh, I want my legacy. I want mm-hmm. this, this, that, and the third. But you don't know what goes into <laughs> making making your legacy. And you know, I'm just like, it's more than just show. It's more than just social media. Like it's hard work being a parent every day. And I'm just like. You do know when you once you bring a kid to this world, like that's it. That's you you committed or you supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? So you can't just be like, Oh, I want a kid and then when your kid get here, you be like, Oh shit. Like (laughs) Nah, like that's that's real life and you gotta be with that kid every day, change them diapers, get up, no sleep, all that. Like Right. (laughs) And and what whatever social media teach you, like social media don't show you them bags that's under their eyes because the kid wake up every two hours, like they don't show you that part. So, I'm just like... Getting up early to drop wait. them off at daycare. Okay. Like, getting up extra early just to make sure your kid has everything they need. Like, it's hard work. But I'm just like, if you ready, you know, be ready to fully commit. But don't just be out here just having kids just because you want kids and you want your legacy to continue or whatever. Like, put some thought into it. Or you want to just keep that lady, like that female in your life. It's like, you know, that's been a situation too. <laughs> Like you think that's gonna keep her around? It's like nah. I don't know if y'all can see me rolling my eyes, <laughs> so I'm a backup. Cause um, listen, the struggle. So but, um, I'm I want to bring it back around to the segment topic. All right, like mm-hmm. the experience as a black woman. So when we talk about uh, being a single mother, I feel like the stereotype is you know black women are automatically going to be single mothers majority of the time, and that as you know marriage pertains to whatever statistics they have that black women are more undesirable or more unlikely to get married um want to touch on that i feel about that well um as for me <laughs> as for me and mine listen i'm already manifesting that my husband is around the corner um i just feel like giving birth made me a better woman like it opened my eyes it has shaped me in ways i think i'm not gonna well i'm gonna say it uh being becoming a mother has shaped me to becoming a wife like for real for real because the path that i would was on before becoming a mom was reckless like i was just trying to get somebody to love me doing any and everything and not valuing myself but giving birth um fixed my vision and now I see things way differently. I think about things way better and more in depth to make decisions on my behalf and, and as well as my son's. 
Um, so I know that uh, even though I'm a single mom now, like my husband is on the way and he's gonna, you know, accept me and my son as a package and love us way better than anyone ever could, you know, right. before I was a mother or, you know, even when I was a mother of a newborn or whatever, thinking that I was supposed to be with one person or whatever. I just feel like bump what the world says, you know, yeah, I'm a single mom, but so. Right, because it happens. I have so much more to offer other than just being a single mom. Like, I'm, I'm my own bag. I done told Listen. you that. By the grace of God. <laughs> For real, reason. man. It's the only reason, I mean, because we can't all sit up here and act like we've done everything perfectly. So the only reason that separates me and your experience from being a single mother is the fact that it, God just decided it wasn't time for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't that I did everything right. It wasn't that I chose, you know, certain people. But I think for black women, it is a stereotype placed on us for that. But when it comes to this idea that we're not going to get, we're less likely to get married in our lifetime than other races of women. It's Don't just like, it. listen, look at the hottest trends. I don't care what you say. And I'm going to bring it back to that conversation. Black women are the blueprint. Yep. It don't matter what shade we are. It don't matter if we, we live. Right. If we consider ourselves ghetto or we consider ourselves classy, we are the blueprint Bougie for what is popular culture. Y'all want us. You know what I'm saying? You might not. <laughs> In all shapes, sizes. Okay. Y'all want us. Y'all okay? want us. And we you are know, the prize. So at the end of the day, I don't buy into this idea that black women are undesirable. I feel like, you know, some men are so weakened to the fact of like colorism and racism that they, you know, go with other race of women. But ultimately, in your heart. <laughs> or they just can't handle like how strong a black woman is. Like, But it's not even. Well, yeah, of course, we have strength of. $10,000 but, but the thing about it is holding you accountable for your shit I was having exactly. this conversation uh, shout out to uh, Jessica <laughs> girl I don't know why I can't think about your Instagram name right now but I'll tag it uh, somewhere in my show notes but um, me and her were having um, a conversation through our DMs about how you know sometimes our black men really don't show up for us and this is not to throw all of y'all under a bus I know I know I know but if you are honest with yourselves, you know that the people who are to your left and to your right, people who you've seen, they don't show up for black women. At all. The world doesn't show up for black women. We have to and show so up for ourselves. That's it. We all we got. And so, or show up for y'all and ourselves. Girl, fighting everybody else's fight and then we have to come home to fight our own. And so at the end of the day, it's like y'all want us to be so strong. But you, you also want us to be submissive. And it's coming back to this conversation that I had before. It's like you have to earn that. Mm -hmm. And so when we don't want to back down and let you lead because I shouldn't have to let you do anything. You should just do it. If you're strong enough to handle me, you should be able to step in. If you whatever. think you're strong enough to handle me. It's like, you know, this idea that I have to lessen myself for you to step up. It's, that's not what it is I'll just a lot be of people don't questions. know how to do that because they don't know they don't know themselves they don't nope. know how to be mature in their emotional development their communication nothing they're not self-aware and so it's when all it, over when, the place when you come to black women who've not only have their own internal struggles but having to raise a lot of these children 
you know, in their own way and having to deal with all the issues of the world being placed on their shoulders, she's going to have some kind of insight. She's probably going to have some kind of maturity about herself. And a lot of people don't know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it is what it is. The guy who's for each and every one of us, he will find us. Y'all can keep those comments to yourself. All right. Um, another thing I want to talk about as far as like Asian as a black woman for me was um, finding comfort in my skin tone. So that's something I haven't written about just yet, but it is something that um, is very much the experience of a black woman and mm -hmm. finding comfort in being a dark skinned, smaller built uh, black woman and my features is the wide nose, you know, full lips, you know, big eyes for me. <laughs> in school, you know, and across society, that wasn't the golden standard of what beauty was, especially because black women, they try to put us at the bottom of the totem pole already. Mm -hmm. So the lighter you are, the closer you are to what is idea. And when you're further away from that spectrum and the idea of right. people, you know, you have to go through certain experiences that are unique to your skin tone. And aging and growing up, I feel like I always knew I was beautiful, mm -hmm. but it took me getting mature and really like understanding myself and seeing myself for who I am and to, to love myself how I am. And right. I want to change for men, women to be accepted, you know, in a society that really just tries to keep us down. Right. How, how do you feel like your experience has um. been? It hasn't so much been like my skin tone. It's been like my weight really mm -hmm. has been an issue. Um, I've always been like a thicker girl or whatever. But I always like hung around like smaller girls or whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's been a challenge like, you know, trying to fit in or whatever. But like, you know, like I said, um, the older I get and because I'm a mom now, and of course, I had to deal with my body changing as a mother as well and just like loving on myself more and just looking in the mirror and actually like seeing that I'm beautiful the way that I am not by because somebody calls me beautiful or someone picks out a certain body part or right. a certain feature about me is because like me looking at myself and just like loving on all of me the roles everything like stretch marks <laughs> and just realizing like no matter what shape I am, no matter what body part gets a little bigger or whatever, like, I'm beautiful no matter what. Right. Like, so, it's, I mean, it's been a process. Like, some, I have my, my good and bad days or whatever. But overall, like, just learning how to love myself. I'm just like, hey, it is what it is. And you get what you get with it. That's why I tell people, I'm like, listen, with these clothes on, you might be a little surprised if I, you get to take, you get to the point where I'm taking them off. Right. But it ain't gonna be too much different. I'm small, so and that for me was a journey. You knew I had rules before you did right, me. It's been opposite, <laughs> and so that's the experience with with the black community. Is like in mainstream and pop, whatever. Mm -hmm. The skinny girl is the image, right? In the black community, though, you got to have a thin waist, a fat ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the image. And mm -hmm. so when you're outside of that, whether you're on the smaller side or, or the bigger side, thicker side, yeah, it's like 
people want to criticize and they want to, you know, make you feel as though something is wrong. And it's like, nah. Listen, baby girl, whoever listening, we are all beautiful. I need you to go look in the mirror. Okay. A full length mirror. <laughs> and love on yourself. Rose. All that. Right. And even even if you're skinny, like love on all the little curves you got, girl. Okay. Twerk in the mirror a little bit. It might put not on move some, too much. Put on some music. Like <laughs> feel good about yourself. Right. And and enjoy yourself. Have fun with yourself and love on yourself because sometimes you're not gonna get that from the world. Nine times out of ten you won't. And, and if, if they you, look you know you're gonna be really disappointed. Exactly. So, you know, it starts with you, so just love on yourself first and get to know yourself and get to know what you love about yourself and the things that you dislike learn learn how to change them and but ultimately it starts with you and so that you don't have to go outside looking for it that part all right so we about to close this segment out um i think you guys we're gonna come right back in it with our second segment We're going to be talking about aging out of the bullshit. This is segment two of the birthday episode. So, (laughs) after a certain age, we know that there are some things that we no longer have time, energy, or immaturity for. So, what are some things that you've aged out of as a woman? Listen, my two are like people who are uncertain in these fucking excuses. Listen, for real, like <laughs> stability is a big thing for me because I mean, I, I'm sorry to keep saying it, but I'm a single mom. Like that was unstable as fuck. Like yeah. for me, because I'm just like, I just envision, you know, me yeah. having my husband and a family and I'm just like, whoa, like it's kind of shook up my world. And now I'm just like, bro, I'm tired and I'm ready to be stable i'm ready for my family i'm ready for you know i got now i have like a stable job so i'm just like okay i've been manifesting stability and i'm just like right. if you're unsure about yourself stay over there that uncertainty i is can't killing me oh i think i might want to pursue you but uh, no you keep it keep it if you don't know it. for real if you don't know for sure <laughs> just leave me alone. i've aged out of situationships oh keep that shit <laughs> I've aged out of people talking to me crazy on jobs. You can keep that too. And these excuses of why you can't communicate or these excuses of why you can't be there, these excuses of of why you are the way you are, oh, that's just the way I am. Nah, keep it. Like, I, I have no more time for it. And I've aged out of that bullshit. Right. I'm too old for it. And when I look at guys... Maybe some of that shit they be saying, not even guys, but you know how we do on on the LBA podcast, like whatever. But (laughs) some stuff that, you know, people bring to you, it's like, yo, you a little bit too old to keep perpetuating this excuse. Either you is going to fix it then or you need to fix it now, but don't come to me with some of this stuff because I'm going to look at you like you crazy. You are too old to be saying and doing some of the same stuff. Like, do better. (laughs) So... As far as aging out of bullshit, I've aged out of jobs offering me less than what I deserve. Listen to me, honey. You gonna pay me my worth in full? (laughs) 
Because you would You're not about to overwork me and underpay me. Get all of this out of me and then still expect me to just go hard for you and you just giving me whatever. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. I didn't do that shit in my early 20s too much and I'm not definitely going to do it in my late 20s. No, I got a whole degree, like, and a certification license. Girl, nah. Mm-mm. They want you to come with all this no. shit, but they don't want to pay you for it. Oh, you work your you way up. You got me. Nah. Duh. I don't, <laughs> I don't care what you say. No. I might work with you for two months. No. My no, and hell no. I don't care how you feel, but nah, <laughs> mm-mm, not gonna happen. I've aged out of these family gatherings where older people feel like they have full access to your business. And Listen, you ain't gonna say something. They, they know I'm, I'm, I'm the one. They already know when I come through the door. Nah, I don't say nothing to Kira because. I first up first my my look gonna say it all like I'm gonna come through the door I already I, my guard is up because I know you coming with some bullshit. bullshit but then don't get mad when I have a clap back for you like ready how ready. you gonna say oh you getting big we we look the same oh our rolls go over our jeans the same way lady then she say you want to go on a diet I say you want to go with me oh oh okay don't play with me. You better go sit down in the corner and get your life. <laughs> this ain't what you want. This ain't what you. Oh, this ain't what you want. Oh my god. What else have I aged out of? It's just so much shit. Like I just don't. I don't have the time for. I don't have the time for it. And I would love for y'all to like when I post this to just join in the conversation of what you have aged out of. Like, yes, it's a new year, it's a new decade, but all of us got birthdays coming up, and it's some stuff which I think about I used to put up with. I've ate. For me, um, I say, well, most recently, because I was still doing it last year, but this year, I vowed to take care of myself better because I I've aged out of that. Like I'm not about to pour from an empty cup. Like I'm not about to give you everything I got and be going surviving off fumes because I'm trying to take care of any and everything. Like of course I know my son. That's just without saying, but still I got to take care of myself. Like I can't be a great mom if I don't take care of myself first. So I'm just like putting everybody before me and not stopping mm-hmm. to actually take care of myself and body all out of whack because I haven't stopped and rested or whatever like nah I'm not no more taking care of myself is very important and it is the number one priority for yeah, this year but one okay I've aged out of allowing other people's opinions to influence my life decisions so like I don't think I really did it too much in my younger 20s, but now that I've I've gotten older, I'm more mature, it's gotten to a point where I'm just like, listen, it, my decision might not be one that you would make, but it's my decision, and either you gonna support me in it or you just gonna move out my way. Mm-hmm. Because at, at this point in my life, I'm not living for you, I'm not living for you, I'm not living for you, I'm living for me. I don't get one of them. And if it's anything we've learned this week, it's like you get one chance at this. You get one chance at this thing called life. 
and I'm not about to sit here and let what you think I should be doing, how you think I should be dressing, what you think I should be talking about, or how you think I should be speaking, influence the way I live my life. I exactly. can take it into account, you know what I'm saying? I can appreciate your opinion if I ask for it. Right. <laughs> but them unsolicited type shits, like, keep it. I don't need it. I didn't ask for it. And at this point, you probably aren't even living your own life. You're living someone else's. And you expect for me to follow that blueprint. And I'm not about that. Nope. I've aged out of it. <laughs> Bye-bye. I've also aged out of, like, not speaking my mind. I was just about to say, I've aged out of sugarcoating stuff. That part, that's the, that's the good way to, to put it. Because... <laughs> Like sugarcoating, um, putting shit nicely because you're so concerned with the other person's feelings. Don't get me wrong; I'm not about disrespecting anybody. Even if you disrespect me, I'm I mean, I still, still feel bad for hurting your feelings, but I feel like the truth is always welcome. And if I'm right. honest with you, then either something could be the time. The time is not wasted. Like if if I'm honest with you and it's something pertaining to something that needs to be ended, it needs to be changed then there's room for you to do that instead of letting it prolong and then we get into a situation where it's kind of like uh do i say something now and i've been letting it go on for so long or whatever but i'm just like nah i'm gonna let i'm gonna call you out on it because i i expect people to call me out on my shit too yeah you know what i'm saying i'm just like it might sting a little bit but you know a part of being an adult is is accepting criticism and learning how to take it and you know learning what to do with it so but that's the thing, it's like, this is what I tell, you know, a lot of people now. It's like, if you ask for my honesty, Listen, first of all, you're going to get, get it without asking for it. But if you specifically ask a question, please be prepared for the answer that I give you because it's going to be an honest one. And it's going to be one that <laughs> I'm not going to try to sugarcoat for you because I don't want you to misconstrue anything that mm-hmm. I say. So at that point... What I've found is a lot of people ask for stuff they're not prepared for. And that's not my problem to deal with. I'm sorry. If you ask for something, if you want to know something, if you're inquiring about whatever, be prepared when you bring something to me to get an honest response because that's the only thing that I default to. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to lie lie unnecessarily. I'm not about to put nothing on my conscience for the sake of your feelings because... You deserve better, and I deserve to have a clear conscience. <laughs> Listen, I done went to sleep too many nights holding stuff in and wondering how to say stuff and or should I say stuff or whatever. Like, these days I sleep so peacefully knowing that I got everything I need to say off my chest. And my brain is not, I mean, of course it's always on goal, but right. my brain is not constantly like, oh, I should have said that or dang. He, is, is this the right man all night like nah <laughs> no i'm gonna sleep and i want you to go to sleep knowing that i was honest with you like right and you need to fix whatever i said or if you choose not to then bye <laughs> is it anything else that you want to talk about that we aged out of before we get into dinner um, uh, well i've been aged out of drama so Oh shit, that's a good one. Like, I don't know if I ever aged in that shit. I mean, no, but like, you know, life and people can be so stuck into yeah. whatever. You get the shit without even meaning to. Yeah. You know, I didn't have situation. Stuff. 
yeah. Last year. But whatever. Um, but even still, like the way I handled it, I was like, Oh my. I'm grown. Like, <laughs> yeah. for real. Because I'm just like older me wouldn't have handled I mean, not older. Younger me wouldn't have handled that the yeah, way that I did. And yeah. I'm just like I would have probably tried to be popping off and stuff, but you know. I took it, you know, I just let it roll off my back for the most part and handled it like I, I thought some, I should some have. responses, it just, it just requires some kind of turn up from your emotions because it's, you know what I'm saying, it's a fine line between letting stuff roll off your back and then being outwardly dis- disrespected on a level where it's just like you don't even have time to catch yourself. Right. So... But yeah, drama is just has not never been my thing. I'm just like I'm not gonna do social media stuff yeah. with you. I'm not going back and forth. Like nah, we good. Ooh, I, I've aged out of apologizing so fast. Ho, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like man, listen. Keep that shit away from me. I apologize when necessary, but, but unnecessarily. No. But I'm not about to just overly apologize. Like I did that so, so much, much in my yeah. younger years. Like, just looking back on conversations, I'm just like, why was I even, what, what am I apologizing for? Like, you what am I, wrong. I, and I wasn't even, nah. I was the victim, and I'm sitting here nah, apologizing sorry. to you for what? Even sometimes, like, because the person that I am, like, I don't really like hurting people's feelings, but if you deserve it, you deserve it, but whatever. Um, I still find myself sometimes, like, saying I'm sorry, then I'd be like, nah, I take that back. I'm not really <laughs> sorry, because I'm just like, I did nothing, like. Right. Well, <laughs> while we close that one out, we gonna get into hey. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Y'all should be trying to see. Oh, whatever. So, these <coughs> questions, and we're gonna answer whether it's <laughs> dead or whether she it's saved alive. this for last because she know I'm a cuss, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> dead or alive. I'm gonna try not to cuss, y'all. I'm really gonna try hard not to cuss because she, I, I know she gonna try me with these what? questions, but you know. In this first one, <sighs> so, help me, okay. Smash buddies, is that dead or alive? You want me to be completely honest? I, all of these, I want you to be honest with. We grown as hell, okay? The grown episode. It is alive and well. Alive and well, with well within your soul. I have to take a sip. Is okay. Part of it is dead, but sometimes, sometimes. You got that itch, you need to scratch. Yeah. Especially, y'all, I've been single for four and a half, almost five years. Y'all, y'all know how long that is <laughs> to be by yourself? <laughs> I'm just like, sometimes it's you just. It's long cat ears. <laughs> sometimes you just got to get get that it scratch i mean i'm not i'm not telling y'all to go do that it's not it's not right but huh what's okay. the difference between smash buddies and a situationship it's a it's a thin line it's, it's really thin not line. it's really not much of a difference it's it's it, except um with a situationship it's like more feelings involved yeah i was thinking the same thing too so <laughs> smash buddy like how do you vet a smash buddy <laughs> And if your smash buddy is trash, like, do you throw that shit away? Like, how? What is? Well, you know that meme what? it be saying about what? a healthy relationship with toxic sex. Well, we gonna get there. But I'm saying <laughs> the toxic sex though is is good. 
it's it's not good for you, but it's really good. So you know, even though that you know the person is trash, I feel like. But we gonna I get feel, there. But I, but I feel like you already know that the person is trash, so you like really don't throw them away all the way. I'm talking about the sex. If the sex is. Oh, trash, the if the yeah, yeah they they got to go. <laughs> well. <laughs> It's it's different part. Well, well, no, that's a situation. You talking about overall? Cause I'm just like it's different part. Like, you mean like overall sex is trash, or like different parts of sex is trash? Both. Answer for both. Okay, overall sex, you gotta go. <laughs> I'm just like you can't. I'm not you not can't do nothing it. right. <laughs> like nothing. Like it's no purpose for this. And then, of course, like if you want to teach your smash buddy, then that's that's a whole different thing too. But if you don't want to teach him, man, you want to just stop at you know that that experience, and you see that it's trash, and then you just decide to throw him away. Right. But if you want to teach them how to do what they supposed to do for you, right. then that's a different you know compartment. And then if they know how to do a little something, something. just keep them for that little something. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Y'all don't judge me. Listen, we grown as this is the grown the birthday episode and the grown ass woman episode. Listen, okay? but I, I got a little nigga nigga tendencies too. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Eating junk food, dead or alive? Alive. First that's all, how yeah. I we got That's how I survive. Like sometimes I sometimes I don't eat. Sometimes all I do is grab a bag of chips and I'm good. But I can't like. I, but I it's unhealthy as I fuck. Know. But I'm sometimes I just it's want some chips. Well, but I need to dead that shit. Yeah, me too. Because I feel like that's also why I got that tension headache. Cause I had I don't know, I can't remember the last time I had I did. an actual meal. Saturday Saturday night when I went. Out. No, we went to Waffle House, but that's all we ate yesterday. I mean breakfast. But, but that's all we ate, both of us. Yeah, really. That's ate. why I had no. I mean, I had energy because of the Red Bull, but I didn't really have energy. Cause when I when I sat down and was watching TV, my body was just like, Ugh. and I feel like. If I cut out junk food, I could shed like a lot of pounds. But it's well, so good. That, I feel like my energy would increase. It's so Don't good. Don't get me wrong. I, I love, love my chips. I, but I, I love, love my, my chips, my chocolate. Hot <laughs> chips, my Snickers. But as an Asian woman, I, yeah, I'm so I gotta do better aware with my life. now of how that could be affecting yeah. my body. Especially when, you know, you have people in your life that's like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm cooking this. And it'd be healthy. And I'd be like, oh, shit, why are we eating some chips right now? Like, <laughs> so... Eating junk food is alive, but you need to dead that shit. Alright. Wearing stilettos. Damn. That shit dead for me. <laughs> Bruh, listen. The army done fucked up my feet. And, oh, I can see them. And then, like, the older I get, I'm just like, who putting on that? Give me some sneakers, well, some flats. If I'm going somewhere, I can I mean, it. but... But the thing is, I don't have stilettos no more. I have block heels. That's I can do block is. heels for a little bit longer, but my feet still be screaming. But all I remember is the last time when I was here and I went to that damn concert and I had on them damn beehive boots, looking cute as fuck. But Lord, by the end of that damn concert, I was leaning on somebody counter because I could not with my feet. Listen. The struggle is real. I'm just like, y'all, I salute y'all that can wear these heels all day long. But honey, it's gonna catch up with you. That shit did. Listen, I'm a massage therapist, and they tell me all the time, it's from I wear heels all the time, and my feet hurt so bad. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I'm just like, you need to change up your your closet because it's not good for your feet I would at throw all. I a dress in some of them damn five dollar Walmart uh, little white baby doll shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, the little white baby doll like sneakers, but they like five ten dollars, yeah. and they cute, and they go with everything. And I throw those shits on expeditiously. 
Give me some flats right now. Some sneakers. <laughs> Shout out to all my sneaker heads. Okay. Alright. Staying up late on a work night, dead or alive? It just depends on what's going on. Like most of the time that's a no. That's dead. But like if it's like well, say what? What if you with your boo or whatever? Y'all on a date, and you know. On a work night. On a work night. I mean, you know, usually Thursday. What if it's, what if it's something he happens. playing and he? Oh, they they getting all this. Listen, I'm staying up. I don't care. Bags up. Listen. <laughs> up late again. You didn't get much sleep last night, Shakira. No. Head on it was my it was a long night for me. Listen, <laughs> but I'm just like, well, I mean, you know, birthdays, birthdays. Fall on the week or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on what it is. But I have to prepare myself for it. Like, I have to know, like, in my mind. I'm like, alright, I'm not going to get too much sleep. Yeah. So, you know, I got to talk myself into it. But Usually, for me, it's those Thursdays nights. Thursdays. <laughs> Thursday nights, y'all. I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> I ain't even going to move me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's those Thursday nights. And... Oh, yeah, y'all be lit. We be lit. Like, if we don't go to, like, City Grill... We go to, uh, I go to, like, the open mic now, um, or the bowling alley. Come on, Florence, South Carolina. Coming up a little bit. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, it's like, now it's, it's so much to do, and I'm trying to encourage myself to get out the house more yeah. and have these experiences, especially when it comes so to, So you're like, going to have to sacrifice a little sleep. Yeah, especially when it comes to, like, two creative spaces. Yeah. Um, shout out to Guadalupe's World for hey. inviting me out to the open mic that was at, um, Absalom. I gotta come check you out. Um, but when I went there, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I wanted, I wanted you to come out so you could see the vibe, and it was really dope. Like Word. being around so many creative people. Yeah, like, I felt energized, you know, creatively. So just having those experiences and trying to incorporate that into my life because sometimes the shit can get dull when you just going home." Just routine. Going to work. By the time the weekend rolls around, you're trying to catch up on all your errands. Like, I don't know how many people still go to church, but for me, the only real day you have is Saturday. And Saturday, Mm -hmm. you're probably washing clothes, going grocery shopping, cleaning up the house. And before you know it, it's Sunday morning. You got to go to church. By the time Mm -hmm. you go to church, it's time to get ready for work. Exactly. (laughs) So, you really don't have a full weekend, so you got to get in where you fit in. And sometimes... That means that you're going to be, you know, possibly coming in a little bit later past your bedtime. Because my bedtime is 10.30. Mine is 9. Yeah, I mean, but it makes sense for you. So you get up way earlier. But it depends. So I don't know if that's dead. or It, it depends on the situation mm-hmm. whether it's dead or alive. All right. Missing events. So I had one guy just ask me last night whether I was going to FMU homecoming. And I was like, bro, I don't remember the last time I partook. When I was in college. And I we barely, barely. did that. Because they always say they had somebody coming for them a homecoming party. And them people ain't never show up. But you selling tickets, though. Come on. Um, and it'd be FMU? about 15, 11 Alumni? parties going on. I mean, I think they're trying to get better. But still, like, it's not... It's not, it hasn't been a priority, but I guess because I haven't really had that true experience to make me be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to homecoming. Like, yeah. So, but he's Greek, and I'm like, your experience is going to be different from yeah, mine. You know what right. I'm saying? So, like, it's not like a big thing for me not to partake into the I, But I do want to, um, I want to go to the tailgate one year, though. Yeah. But, um. But if I, I mean, if I got to work or whatever, yeah, work come first. I just, I see y'all when I see y'all. But, I mean, I feel like eventually I'll at least try to make one event. I mean, 
because last year I think I went to some I went to Coastal's homecoming. It was kind of lit. Oh, you did. So I'm just like, if I can go to somebody else's homecoming, I can go to mine. But I'm not trying to be out in the cold and, and that, that's probably the biggest thing for and me barely cold. any clothes and Yo, me standing that, in line you remember that year we stood out and, we, and I got sick <laughs> oh, y'all she she wanted to bring up this sick stuff she gets sick all the time so that's nothing new but whatever um I got sick we would have had this episode of yesterday but I got sick <laughs> but the thing is like she knows how to prepare for her sickness, but she never does. Ever. She never does what she's supposed to do. <clears throat> anyway, but for me, I think a lot of people have, like, they still have FOMO. So, especially in the age of social media, they'll see people, you know, being at these events that's local or whatever. And they feel like, damn, like, I should have went. I'm going to go. I'm going to hurry up and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't have that. Like, if y'all want to have a good time, I enjoy seeing y'all spread y'all wings, turn up, whatever. I don't feel like I have to be involved all the time. So, missing events for me is very much dead. Like, well, alive. Which one? <laughs> whatever one is alive. Missing yes. events for me is alive because I don't mind missing stuff because I know that it's another opportunity coming around eventually for me to, like, you know, partake. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Going on solo dates, dead or alive? Alive. That shit has always been alive and well for me. This shit is, is I don't know if it's becoming dead though. I don't know. I will always love. I mean, I, myself, it's so. it's a little both. Like you know, sometimes you you want someone there with you. You yeah. know, sometimes you just get tired of like always being by yourself, but. It's a lie because it's good to date yourself. It's good to take yourself out and, you know, value yourself or whatever. So, it's a little bit of both. But mostly a lie. now I've been dating a lot more. Yeah. You know, and not to have a comparison, but it's like, can I enjoy your company more than I enjoy my own? It's kind of the gauge I do that with, you know. So, if I go and I take myself to dinner and I take myself to a movie and, like, it's like my spirit is glowing, but then I go out with another person can you do that for me right. and if the answer is no then my solo dates will always be alive and well, mm-hmm. you know regardless of whether I have somebody that gives me that experience or not I know like I said in a previous episode though it would be nice to have somebody to kind of match that energy with um because yeah I don't know it's just it's really out here right now <laughs> you know so I don't know solo dates alive and well mm-hmm Standing in the line for the club. That shit dead as fuck. <laughs> First off, I'm going to always know somebody. I try to stay connected. Okay. For one. And I'm just like, what I got to do to get in? I'm not standing in line. Like, so, and um, of course, like, now, you know, the sections and the VIP stuff mm-hmm. is where it's at or whatever. But listen, if, if I choose to go to the club, it's because I was invited. And I'm just like, listen, I'm going to call you when I pull up and I'm, coming inside i'm not standing nah that line shit did negative and even when we was when we was in, mm-hmm. in college you already know i was get that look i lean over oh we all right come on y'all my crew we coming in they used to be so mad at us but Ooh, i didn't give a I'm fuck Whew, shout out shout out to all my bartenders and 
<laughs> because I got I got in so many places because I was a bartender and on my days off, listen, hey, I'm coming through to support, so let me in. Wasn't me, you and the girls, we went to the uh the it, wasn't your, it was your birthday, right? Was it your birthday? No, it was your graduation. No. It was your graduation and I remember oh, so I remember yep. I remember because one of the girls was like, oh, we got to get there before a certain time. I was like, no, we don't. And she was like, why? I was like, uh, we getting in regardless. And uh, as soon as we pulled up, <laughs> hey, my crew, come on, all us. <laughs> and we went inside and sat down. But not only that, like the whole club vibe, like, is that there a lot? Because for me, I'm just like, I was... For me, I'm just like, it's, it's really me. never, it's really never been a lie for me. Like, Especially because I worked in a club for so many yeah. nights. I'm just like, bro, like, come home, ears ringing, hair, head pounding, smell like, smoke. everything smell like smoke, like, just, just a no. I'm just like, even when I did go to the club, like, I never wanted to stay past a certain time. Me, like, you give each other that look. That's it. You ready, yo? <laughs> you say less. Yo, remember, I think that was your graduation night. You called my parents' house. <laughs> And you was talking to my mama. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, where's we at? Where I think we was. We was over there by where they moved a new spotlight or something. What was we it? was in compound. compound. It was for your graduation. Yeah. And I was like, why is my phone ringing? Why did I call your mama? You didn't mean to. <laughs> and But you was talking to some. I don't know if you was talking to the voicemail. I, so drunk, I mean, y'all. the answer machine or what. But she called back and she was like, hello. I was like, I was like, uh, mom, I was like, we're in a club. I don't remember that. And she was like, she was like, I heard Crystal. And I was like, I was like, mom, we'll call you tomorrow. Because I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. Um, (sighs) Good times, good times. All right. So that's dating in the water. All right. Cooking instead of fast food that are alive. It's alive and well. It's alive, alive. but fast food really needs to die. But it's just so convenient because I just, got some fries just be having so much shit going on, and you, you can just pull up to the drive through, get something to eat, and go on about whatever you're doing. But cooking is just way better, even though it's it can be time consuming. And I just need to just prioritize better. Yeah. Most of the guys I've been talking to lately, like they inspire me to cook because every time. You know, I talk to them like, yeah, I'm cooking like salmon or rice and broccoli. I'm like, oh shit, that's healthy as hell. Like, right. I'm going to Sonic and I'm about to get this number, or whatever, and go about my life because I didn't think to take the chicken out so it could unthaw right. this morning. And I'm not about to wait mm-hmm. for it to unthaw when I'm supposed to be asleep. So, yeah, it's just coming down to like, getting better as an adult and planning and I, I meal prep in, in like spells like yeah. so sometimes for a month at a time I'm really good at meal prepping and getting my stuff together for the whole week including breakfast and snacks in between and then it takes that one event at my job to just throw my whole ro- routine off and it's hard for me to get back in that flow but um, that's a goal that I have for 2020 is to like you know cook a lot more and to you know, just save money because really, when it, when you think about it, that shit just adds up. Like, For real. And what are you really getting from this food? It's not really healthy for you, depending on where you go, because I do eat Chipotle a lot, and I don't care what nobody says Chipotle. It's just good for <laughs> my soul. <laughs> but, 
you know, just just fast food in general is is not a good look for your body, Mm-mm. your mind, or your, your spirit. <laughs> well, no, sometimes it be good for your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not that's why, but we need to kill it all. Alright. Watching cartoons. Dead or alive? Very much alive. <laughs> I mean, man, cartoons is shit, man. And then I got a kid, so I got a, a little excuse. But even though when he not around, I still be watching Spongebob. Yeah. What I do? I, I be watching Proud Family. Especially Disney Plus. What? what? Proud <laughs> Family. All that. Give me that. Disney Plus, it was over from the minute they said that it was available like so i will always probably somebody probably be someone who watches cartoons just for the nostalgia and it don't require anything of you to watch it like it's not mm-hmm. asking me important questions or whatever usually especially spongebob <laughs> so a lot of them will <laughs> waiting for a man's alive oh man I don't know, waiting, waiting, what kind of waiting? Like, waiting for him to get his shit together? That's waiting in general. Let's go with waiting for him to get his shit together. It just depends on the shit. Yeah, and the extremity of it. Like, if you're like in the, the gray area of like, coming out of something and you know i know that you know once this this piece is put to the puzzle like it'll be you know you'll be good Mm -hmm. or whatever versus you just all all the way at the bottom and you haven't even started you ain't even trying to start right so it's just it just depends on the levels of it but um these days what what people um handing out that shit dead. Dead. <laughs> dead as hell. But just overall, just I mean, because I mean, we both had this. Well, we've had this conversation about right. waiting or whatever. I'm just like, I, I mean, I know my husband is supposed to find me, so I have no other choice but to wait. But I'm waiting with boundaries around my dating right. life. Because I have deal breakers, and right. it's at this point where I just feel like. Yes, it's certain stuff I will wait for you to understand because it's certain stuff that I would have to teach you and you would have to teach me, but it's also certain stuff that you need to already come equipped with. Communication is probably one of the biggest ones for me. And self-awareness, because if you're not self-aware to know your own emotions, to know how to communicate with yourself, ask yourself questions, sit with your emotions, you're not going to know how to handle everything when it comes to me as a whole full person and as a woman, a black woman especially. So yeah it depends like waiting for you to get certain stuff together it depends on the shit (laughs) it depends on your shit and so you know that's a case by case kind of a question i guess (laughs) it is dead or alive you choose my guy all right arguing on the internet that shit dead as fuck (laughs) I wish I might. You know what? You know what? Uh, Even when people start, like, I just be like, okay. Like, I'm like, you got it. Whatever. Whatever you say. 
I'm very scrolling but, on Facebook. You but see somebody arguing. My nonchalantness everybody. makes people even more mad. So, <laughs> and I'm just like, you're not gonna make me get hype because I'm just like the hype. The hype beast is not what you want. So right. I'm just like, I'm not even gonna allow you to take me there. Cause I listen. I don't even like myself when I get too hype. So, nah, that shit did. But that's the thing. Like you know, back in the day, I think I had like one or two arguments. But somebody, li- people live. Up. What? What you just said? What? Women to women. Uh, <laughs> y'all, quick story time. <laughs> so I have had my oh, fair share of internet drama, and one of the <laughs> one of the things she just referenced was um, my first ex. God rest his soul. Beautiful, beautiful man. We um, miss you. We miss you. But <laughs> he had a baby mom, so you know she a baby mother. <laughs> eventually turned into you know his wifey or whatever but before then you know me and him were dating and in love and all that stuff he was doing his dirt whatever i ain't gonna hold it against him no more anyway mm. <laughs> so she decided that she went to hop in my damn what is it wasn't called dms on facebook what was it called Mess- messages yeah she went to hop in my messages and just like you know talk her whatever and one of the things she tried to do was, I'm coming to you. She was trying to check her, but she first off, you can't spell. And then you you don't, you're using the, the wrong everything. And I'm just like, what? Plural or we Listen, <laughs> listen, when she let me read it, I was like. Women to women, I'm coming to you. And of course, like every time, like every time something comes up, I, I bring it up so, I, so she can laugh. Because I made her laugh so hard in that moment. I was like, what? Yeah, I went from pissed off to hysterically laughing. Because of Kira. <laughs> so this is like our inside joke. But yeah, I've had my fair share of internet genre. I had this one girl check me. I think her guy and I were messaging back and forth. Who was just on some real cool shit. Yep. And she hopped in my inbox. And she was just like, bitch, you ain't gonna be, te- you know, inboxing my man. I'm like, what? Girl, check the messages. I said, I said, I'm not doing this with you. I sent her my address. I said, please pop up on me. That ain't what they mean. I had to be like 15, 16. Girl. But I'm just like... I'm like, first off, the the female that I am, like, I can get along with a group full of women or a group full of men. Like, it don't matter. And I'm like, I don't want them. I'm just like, honey, listen, but if I want stuff, somebody, you, you will know that. But you know some what I'm saying? stuff you are above. And it's just like, when I, when I scroll. Don't hop in my DM about your man. But that's listen, one of the main reasons want. why I'm not on Facebook. It's like. People speed off of drama yeah. so much. It won't so drama. Like, and want it to continue. Like it can, it could be something so simple and something that they know that's nothing. It could be platonic. And they will still make it out to be something that is not. And or it's fighting like, over a guy who's for everybody. What are you doing? That community did. Girl, sit down. So I'm just like, when I when I see that stuff, I just go, like, alright, it's time for me to lock that's up. That's another fight. That's enough Facebook for the day. I don't even scroll anymore. I post and go. Like I told people earlier uh, yesterday, I'm like, that's my motto when it comes to social media mm-hmm. half the time. Either I'm looking at funny pages or I'm posting and I'm going or I'm talking to y'all in our group chats. But other than that, I don't I don't really, you know, fuck with social media when it comes to the scrolling and reading everybody else's statuses and stuff. Like, you don't have to be positive all the time. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're negative all the time, I'm not doing it. So... Alright, that's dead. Social media in general, is that dead or alive for you? Mm, it's dead in the 
always feeling like you need to check in and see what's going on and be a part of whatever's going on on social media in that aspect but it's alive in the business networking and creative space it's alive in that aspect yeah and connecting with your friends you know and keeping up with your friends it's it's very much alive in that aspect but the other stuff that comes with it no it's dead keeping friends because you have quote-unquote history Man, fuck all that. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. I'm just saying, like, what? I'm bad at that. I can't even say, like, right now it's a lie, but it's something I'm working on because I'm very much a person. I'm like, oh, we got history. It's too much to throw it away. Like, this person knows me on a level that most people it would take them just as many amount of years for them to know me on that level so when it comes to like keeping people in your life whether it be friends or lovers or whatever it's hard for me to just you know walk away because of that history and it's something I noticed in myself that's why I made that question because I want to know how people feel about that because it's not an easy thing to do for me because like this surface stuff people been projecting out here it looks real good at first but when you start to dig deeper it's just like oh this is some bullshit but even with the friends that you have history with it's like yes i might know you on a deeper level but if the things you have been doing recently just is fuck shit or we don't click no more what what are we holding on to but the history also my thing is too like people change yeah and they change at a a faster rate these days um and you think you know people Mm. but you really don't and it's just like damn like we had history but you ruined it yeah and i'm just like yeah i want to hold on to you but at the same time i'm holding on to me that too and then at the same time i'm holding on to the memory of what was yeah and not what's the reality that's just like that potential thing when you first meet a new person it's just as bad it's like you holding on to a memory of a person and i'm still trying to break that with some people in my life but i'll keep y'all up listen it's all right closure with the ex dead or alive that shit dead i'm just like if i don't if i don't get it at first I mean, at first, you know, it's thing, and then you want it, you want to know why, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, even this last situation. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like if you don't get it, just let that shit ride because it ain't gonna, it's not gonna do anything but make you even more mad and keep reliving like what that happened. Hurt. So one thing I definitely learned from my last experience is. Closure is a thing that requires honesty and communication on both parts. If you do not have that, then you're not going to get closure. So if the reason why the situation didn't work nine times out of ten is because of communication issues or understanding and misunderstandings or whatever, you're not going to get that closure. So if you try to keep forcing it, you keep reopening your wound and you're probably making it worse than what it initially was. Like Once I walked away from my... Well, once my last situation ended, I realized that I made it so much worse for myself trying to force this 
quote unquote closure with your ex and the reality of it is sometimes you're not going to have it sometimes the closure is the fact that the situation or the relationship ended and you just have to continue living that's the only closure you're going to get from it so right closure with your ex depends on the ex <laughs> because i know a lot of people on social media you know they said that it was a live majority of uh the pollers said that it was alive and i do respect it because I mean, people, for some people, they know. really do need closure. Like, yeah. but sometimes it, but or sometimes you, people to get it. Is yeah, what and sometimes you know you just you just want to know why. You know, yeah. you you want to know you want want them to be honest and tell you like why, you know, something happened or why it happened the way it did. But all right, so dead or alive, depending on your dude. Um, you know, I think dating people younger than twenty i haven't had the experience um i've had a couple dms i ain't gonna lie i'm a little curious because they might could teach me something Mm. but also then they could lack a lot of stuff Mm. so it's just a that's i mean i'm i'm not really oh i'm old (laughs) so i'm not I don't know. I don't know if I'm opposed to it or not. Like, I feel like it's like a a 50-50 with case me. Like, case on the person? Yeah. It, it has to depend on the maturity. It's like, if you're a mature 23, 22-year-old, then we can rock. Yeah. But it's just, it also comes with the reality that at 22, you did have to still learn some stuff. So, you have to, like, be honest with yourself as an older woman. It's like, yeah. if I'm... If, Am I gonna really take this person on my wing and teach them some stuff? Like, do I have the energy, the time for no. that? And I had to come to Not right now, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like if I, you know, get to a place where I have a little balance and have a little time to right. spend, because it doesn't have to be a bad time. I feel like it'd be good, but what's it could like, be just. I mean, it could just be like for a little. Yeah, but that sounds really like a you situation. sound dangerous <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to me y'all don't listen to me i don't know it's like I, for me right now it's a little dead a little dead in the water and i'm gonna keep it right there until i'm ready to like yeah you, know. you make the decision all right uh, long make out sessions without sex dead or alive that shit alive and well to me listen <laughs> when last time you had a good long I'm not telling my boss business on this side. <laughs> That's what this whole podcast is about. Sorry, it was oh, <clears throat> right before my birthday last year. The long make out session. Kisses was on point. It was this guy that like we had a a social media relationship basically. Like, I mean, we talked on the phone. It wasn't like a catfish shit you know whatever but like we talked on the phone facetime whatever like we've known each other pretty much through talking on social media for seven years and we finally like actually got to link up and i was like oh lord thank you jesus (laughs) because like even like though it didn't like grow into a like a full-blown you know relationship or whatever like that moment i needed that to like kind of find myself mm-hmm. again i was just like oh i got my groove back like yeah, okay. but just experiencing something that 
you have gone without for so long. Like, I don't even know when the last time I made out with anyone, but prior to to that experience. Right. So when I did, it was just like fireworks. Like, oh my lord, so you know? The thing, like, I had been listening. I love The Grapevine. I don't know if you guys follow those uh, and watch those episodes. They're on YouTube. It's The Grapevine, and they talk about a lot of great topics too. But one of the things that we're talking about was sex and how sometimes... Um, it's not sex that you crave. It's a touch starvation yep. that you go through. That and is I, definitely my problem. It, so much, I mean, I didn't have a word for it. I knew what it was. Mm -hmm. But touch starvation. It's yep. like when you are longing for that kind of connection, that intimacy that isn't outside of sex. It's like that's what I think about when I think about long make-out sessions. The art of kissing is like no other because Listen. when you when you when you have somebody and they can catch your rhythm and your groove and kissing and they oh can and God. when they can study when people are are great at studying you in the moment and observing you in the moment and knowing like what you like <laughs> and you know and what you don't like and right. just being able to find a, a vibe for y'all like it's a preview of what, of what you're gonna get to me when you when you do if you choose to have sex right what i found is guys who aren't great at kissing really aren't great at sex right or just great at vibing period like right. if, if our vibes are like it's, it's off in some way then nothing else is really going to work out but if it's like listen those instant connections are dangerous what's, what's the but long makeout session you've ever had that one <laughs> I'm serious. Damn, you said that quick as shit, though. You ain't had a. But seriously, like, like I said, like it just fill, filled voids that I didn't even know I had mm -hmm. because I'm just like I've just been strong for forever. I've always been the dominant person in a relationship, and even in relationships, I wasn't fulfilled the way I needed yeah. to be. So, you know, and then me being single for so long, and then when I was. Ex um, presented with that opportunity and that experience it was just like oh my god like i really just been out here like missing out right. you know what i'm saying not that i'm gonna just be out here kissing whoever but you know having a connection with somebody and like that vibe is just everything right. like so i saw this guy <laughs> i saw this guy uh well my ex my recent ex so i was like yeah when we first i thought i was like i'm a little bit of a kissing hoe because i think i use kissing to kind of see how i find mm -hmm. the person so if you can't match me with kissing, Listen. I know like you really can't match with me with anything else. I need you Not, to... I, even outside of sex, just like you said. Yeah. But my best makeout session, which I think is what spoiled a lot of stuff for me <laughs> going forward, was my first real, you know, boyfriend. My yeah. my first ex. Like when I say that man taught me how to kiss and what a damn makeout session was. Oh, honey. But listen, <laughs> we're not talking about just randomly. Well, it could be random, but like not just kissing. Like, I'm talking about when, like, it's... The mood, the vibe, the atmosphere. You, you feel some of everything, but you don't just feel the sexual vibes. Right. You You feel every vibe that you could feel. The and connection. it's like in that moment with that person. It's electric. Like, it's not just, oh, I want to go have sex now. Right. Like, it's more, it's way it's more like than that. And I'm just like, I don't even know there. if you guys have experienced that. I but if not, have. I pray that you do because... <laughs> It's, it's more to life than sex like yes. and it's just like 
when you when you do feel that moment it's just like it wakes you up in mm-hmm. some areas of your of yourself that have been dead for a while and you but just that's be like the problem now is like so many people have lost this this art of learning and connecting with another yeah. person it's like you trying to just hop in my drawers you don't know how to kiss me you don't know how to make out with me you don't me. know how to touch me you don't me. know how to touch me you're just trying to give me some pecs and then take my pants off right Slow your roll sir because you not but first of all no mm. <laughs> it's this is not by and me. then i'm just like my love language well one of them the one one of the most important ones is physical touch like i don't like if i really like you for you to like grab my hand or grab my thigh or you know touch my face or whatever like that does a lot for me and that's how i know that you like really care for me Mm -hmm. or whatever so if you don't even know like how to study me and know that what i like we can't talk like i'm good all right shaving and waxing well i ain't Got to the waxing, um, the honey pot yet? Cause listen, well, eyebrows. I'm not that waxing the eyebrows is a necessity. Thank I have you. to like my whole energy, everything is off if my eyebrows not done. Like I just feel like I'm just everything is so trash in my life. But like when I get my eyebrows waxed, I'm like, okay, good, I'm good. <laughs> Even if I got a puff, like I'm good. But like shaving is I, I have to shave but um i feel sexier when i shave yeah. i know it's probably a society thing. and my, my skin feels smoother yeah. when i shave it's it's, it's that but, thing like even if nobody is going to see me because that how you feel about going to get waxed you got waxed before down there no i'm scared i want to like for the summertime I'm scared. I don't know. Like, I still kind of cry when they watch my eyebrows. Yeah. I tear up a little bit. So, I'm just like... And she's real sensitive. But I'm just like, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, suggest it. And I'm like, shout out to all the estheticians and, you know, the people that are experiencing that. You know, give us some insight on it. This thing lasts longer and it's smoother. Yeah. And you um, don't have to worry about... And then I heard something about a sugar... Sugar Sugar, in or something. I, no, it's it's a wax. Like they use sugar to wax you, whatever. I, I I feel like I've heard it that it was better that way, but I don't know. So if you um if you guys are estheticians or out there, or, you know, waxers, let us know so we can possibly set up something. I'm scared though. I'm right. real scared. You and me both. Cause uh, listen, that's sensitive down there. But okay, whatever. Y'all want me to be on? <laughs> <laughs> always. It's always. Oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like y'all gonna judge my life. Off Go ahead. Of and wait. It sounds like it's alive already. Alive so. and well. But the shit, it need to be dead. But right now my life is alive, unfortunately. Oh, man. That toxic sex used to... The thing about toxic sex... I mean, it's not alive, like, as in happening, but it's like, I want it. Because it was just, like, intoxicating. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's called toxic sex. It's like, it's not good for you, but it feels so magnifying and damn... Just... I don't know. Like, toxic sex. We ain't supposed to be 
supposed to be doing this. I was supposed to be done with your ass. Like, I was supposed to leave you in 2019. You ain't good for my mind, my soul, my Nothing spirit. but you good for her. <laughs> okay, but at the end of the day, y'all. If you know it's toxic and you know it's fucking up your, your spirit and your aura and everything, I just need you to reevaluate the shit and let it go. Yeah. Ulti- ultimately, because it's not good for you. And, it's not worth it. But we all working to find better and, and find the healthy part of, side of the spectrum because we've already experienced the toxic side mm-hmm. of the spectrum. So, you know. I'm praying that we all get there, you know, and experience it. But listen, I ain't gonna judge you for going, going back to get that itch scratch because them flashbacks is a motherfucker. Man, it's some people right now just like I don't like your ass, but if I could, and if I could, <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect song for that. What was the word? Don't tell me. <laughs> if y'all don't know where this song is from, it's from the marriage counselor. Hey. I'm in love uh, with someone, someone else. else. Hey. <laughs> Listen, go check out that movie and then you'll see what we're talking about. I asked a victim to the topic. It's like a motherfucker. Like, it, it just it gets us. All right. So, to close out, I want to be <laughs> a little more serious mm-hmm. because I cannot let this episode pass up. We all know what's going on, what happened this week. Right. Um, and when it happened, me and Kara, we, Listen, we had we to reach out to other. each other. Yeah, because granted, I'm not a sports fan like that. I'm yeah, not, me I can't, either. I can't say I, don't, I know all of Kobe's statistics. None of that. None of it. But it hit us. But, and I was trying to figure out why it hit and the reason why it hit me so hard I was like this man was going about his normal team he was going about his normal day he was you know with a part of his family and they were just doing something that was a regularly scheduled thing and for all of us that's our story mm-hmm. we go about our lives but we don't know we don't know when it's going to happen. We don't know how much time we got. We don't know what kind of impact we're making on other people's lives. We don't think about it that much. He definitely made an impact. I mean, you could see it just Around the scroll. world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just scrolling on social media. That's part of the reason why I couldn't. I had to post and go this week because I could not take, you know, the images and all the, the sadness that was on social media this week. I couldn't take it. And I understood where it was coming from, but it's just I had to protect myself from it a little bit. But for you, if if you are somebody right now and you have people in your life, you should at least have one person who can, if something happens to you, they know that it's a space that's going to be missing in their life. You know what I'm saying? It's a space that you hold in a positive light that is going to be affected if you leave this world today and if that's not true 
then you need to work on that today not tomorrow because it's not promised and for it to be my birthday week and for something like that to happen what, two days ago Two days ago, something Three. like that. Sunday. Yeah, it is. It's it, it hit a spot for me because I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm 29. Yes, that's young to some people. For me, I'm like, it means that a lot is is still to come, and a lot of things that I have to kind of check myself on. So do do that reflection and understand that we get one life, we get one chance, we get one opportunity to get this shit right yeah um for me it's just like bruh like i it's me and my son like we you know have our routine i drop him off at daycare and i'm just like oh my god like it's just it, it just touched me in so many ways like my stomach dropped my heart was just aching and I mean, like like she said, I, I'm not really a sports fan, but you know, I knew you know that he was a big deal um, for a lot of people. And even growing up and having relationships, and you know, hearing guys talk about Kobe or whatever, you know, it it's Kobe just or yeah, it's just I know that you guys out there were like hurting really bad and are hurting. Um, and it just like kind of it sparked something in me. It was just like I'm sitting over here worrying about all of this stuff that's really not necessary. Like if I have if I can't control it, then I just can't control it. You know, I just have to do what I can with what I can and not get complacent or be stagnant or be so caught up in one thing or one aspect of my life that I'm not appreciating the other aspects of my life and the other parts that that need attention as well so you know it kind of just touched me and kind of woke me up and just was like hey fix your shit like life is short but you need to live like you don't just need to work all the time you need to live you need to see stuff you need to experience things you need to love on your people a little bit more and not complain about every little thing all the time the complaint drug that's the last episode yeah check it out. <laughs> <laughs> go check that out but you know just we just get caught up in like what things look like at the moment and you know just get so caught up in complaining or whatever but you know it just for me it just woke me up and just like you need to take a step back and appreciate just being alive you know appreciate mm-hmm. just being around your family and to love on your family and your friends and also just having that person that you know like if got something mm-hmm. that got you but I just I feel like we all just should have that person that will continue the marathon for you shout out to Nipsey um but that I feel like for me if you know if if it was that moment for me that I have Crystal and Crystal has me and we will continue the marathon for each other. So I just feel like this is a moment for you to reevaluate your life. And if you don't have that person that you know that is going to continue your marathon and to continue your legacy, you need to find your person because it's important in today's time. It's just like life is short and finding your person, finding your people in your circle and having those people in your circle is very important for life for your spirit you know it's it's just important and 
it should be a priority because it's just so much going on and we just need to have those people to reach out to and to hug on and love on to uplift our spirits and all of that a word and the last thing i'll say you know because i don't want to end up this sad but i have to speak on this for those people that are saying you know death comes to us all and y'all shouldn't be acting like this over a celebrity and all this and that and third i'm like listen okay i would hope that when it's your time that you have people that you inspired whether you knew them or not whether you knew them or not you know that's not going to be everybody's story but please do not be such an asshole that you cannot see that this person actually did something amazing with their life. Yes, it might have taken the form of basketball, but it went outside of that arena mm-hmm. too. Especially after he retired, it was so right. much more. So let people have their moment to grieve. And let them grieve how they want to. Because like, for our black boys growing up, even some of our black girls. Listen, like even though they're men, their, like I, that black boy inside right. of them was crushed. Like, but this is who they look to. And then, you know, yes, a lot of our guys didn't make it to the NBA or you know whatever platform they wanted to make. They it still to, have a love for the game. They still were inspired, mm-hmm. you know. So please, it was a black man right. showing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even when he made a mistake publicly, right. it was a black man showing up. Right. You know, so allow people to have this moment. Right. And I hope that when it's your time, people can say positive things. At least positive. one person can say that you, you know, you inspired them or, you know, you your your life spoke to them in some way, you know. Right. So we just... We just send warm thoughts and and prayers yes. to the families, all the families affected. Um, just send sending thoughts and prayers across the world because you never know what people are going through. You never know what they're experiencing, um, small or big. Um, so Celebrity just know that we we love y'all. We send love. We send positive thoughts. And um, yeah. So this has been the birthday episode. You guys know that you can follow the Let's Build blog on let's underscore build underscore futures on Instagram. Or you can follow my personal page on Instagram. It's Antoinette underscore the blogger. And Kira, let's go ahead and put your tag in there. It's uniformed underscore beauty. But you know, I'm always on her page too. So we always <laughs> shouting each other, each other out. So, you know, you can find me on her page as well if you... um don't remember but hopefully you'll be going back to these podcasts so that you'll always hear right you know where to go and um get you something to listen to whether you you know chilling out at the house driving in the car or whatever and hopefully you know we we inspire you in some kind of way and we make you laugh because we're silly but um (laughs) yeah but i definitely appreciate all of you builders uh being a part of this experience with me because it is something that I'm still figuring out it's something that I really enjoy doing so it's more to come I hope you guys stick around this has been episode nine pretty soon I'll be moving on to season two at some point during the the summertime but let me know she really dope in real life (laughs) y'all let me know what you guys think about this birthday episode and I'll see you soon bye bye